HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show, spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are, to pluck the low-hanging fruit of the literati, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. It's a blue ribbon day here today, Judy. It sure is. <laughs> my, Not, my last day as a brunette, Mike. I'm so excited. You're going glamorous. And what, pray tell, has inspired you to go from the gorgeous brunette you are to what I'm sure will be a stunning platinum blonde? Um, uh, midlife crisis. Midlife crisis, yes. you say? I can't afford plastic surgery. I can't afford um, Oh, for sure. You look car. wonderful. You don't need I'm gonna... surgery or a, or a bauble like a sports car to... This is this is my youth? this is my expression, Mike. I'm gonna go blonde. <laughs> Boy, I'm looking forward to a whole new world. <laughs> I wish I had the hair to do it. You have enough hair to do it. Uh, oh, marginally. We mean on my head. I mean, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> your I'm, back, <laughs> like a Ew. silver back. Okay, TMI oversharing, McGuire, which ironically or not so ironically is the topic of today's show with our friend Miss Forty Thousand. We like to call her. Yes, the to- <laughs> all of our guests are our favorite guests. But Miss Blair Koenig is our most listened to guest. <laughs> You're a legend at Heritage Radio. Legendary. You are. I believe it. So Blair Koenig, who is the author of the uh, new book, STFU Parents. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> As Judy likes to say. <laughs> but, but, you know, but before we go to that, Judy, um, it is your birthday, and I know you're going platinum blonde. Let's open up this bottle of champagne. It's bottle of Prosecco, actually, but it should be pretty dry. It's bubbly like me. Bubbly like, well, like, like I will you. be. Cheerful. And get Tomorrow. Right into it. And, um, yeah. You're not, uh, Can I blondes, hear a little do you song? have more fun? Yay. I'm just letting you know, Judy. <laughs> Thank well, you, Joe. How long have you been blonde, Joe? 
about a year now is the best year of my life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let me, so, let me tell you something. When you're, how old are you? 22? Oh, it's so hard to keep track every, of now that I'm every almost one. 24. <laughs> well, yeah, that part of your life every year is the best year of your life. Yeah. <laughs> nothing hurts. <laughs> Unless you put a, not, a stick in your eye, nothing hurts for Joe. <laughs> so lucky. So limber. Could eat anything. All the Pilates and yoga I do. Hey. <laughs> Happy birthday, McGuire. Thank you. Very happy. Anyway, we're so excited to have Blair and Brian Blessinger, her would-be impregnator, is here. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes. Is we're there something we all know? Not. <laughs> Not yet. We'll be, you'll be the first to know. I well, before my parents, before her parents. You can announce on the Mike and Judy show? <laughs> yeah, we'll come here. That's the plan on it. Absolutely. Cheers. We're drinking champagne to the future. in the morning. Happy birthday, Judy. I've said it uh, many times, you. and I'll say it again. Um, doing this radio show with you is the great, greatest pleasure of my life. Aww. Uh, you, need to get a, you need to get a more pleasurable life. Uh, well. <laughs> anyway. Let's shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Enough with my birthday. But I will enjoy the young. Hey, you're only 30 once. Yeah, I, know. I came here to talk about mucus plugs. <laughs> Let's get straight to mucus plugs. This, this really is the Judy and Mike show today. <laughs> Last time we were here was placenta shakes, and I was out that door like, oh yeah, yeah, like to get one, to go get ass. one, mm, some yummy afterbirth with some mango. Okay, so the, the question, like Blair, is what the fuck is wrong with all these people? Uh, I don't know. You you can tell me now that you have the book at your disposal. What do you think is wrong with them, Mike? <sighs> I mean, I can okay. You know, I have had some bad periods. I've never mentioned that on <laughs> Here Facebook. Here we go. I did not take a picture of, like, my tampon You didn't? Joe, no, I'll see I at did the bar. not. <laughs> I have a whole scrapbook. <laughs> some prints, maybe? The placenta print? Yeah, for above the bed. <laughs> um, I had a testicle removed. And <laughs> did you honestly it? have never mentioned it in public uh, until now. Thank wow. you. So. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah, I didn't feel the need to, you know, Share it on Facebook. To share your one, update status update. One ball. No, no. Uniball. <laughs> Uniball. Blessinger. No. That's just a private Never joke. Happened. Brian is now single. Brian's Brian. That is, that is what Blair calls me. But <laughs> Brian's nutsack is now single. Yeah. <laughs> I did announce my melanoma on Twitter because I thought it was kind of funny to tell people you had cancer on uh, Twitter. That's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Melanoma, diarrhea. Well, Twitter a and cancer. So Twitter and cancer go hand in hand like Christmas and candy cane. So. It really does. Yeah. Yeah, I, try, I try to keep the death and sickness off the Facebook. I mean, I post a lot. I enjoy Facebook, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. Okay, well, we all do what we can. We, <laughs> Twitter is okay for cancer. Facebook, not so much. Blair, is this the line? I think in the that, sand that's been drawn. I think that social media in general is not a good idea to overshare. But Facebook is like where everybody goes to overshare because that's where you can get the most engagement and the most attention. Right. And ultimately, that is what it's all about. If it wasn't, people probably would more overshare more on other networks. I feel like, right? Yeah, and you have other the oppor- platforms. I mean, I guess you have the opportunity to put photos on Twitter, but it's just not the same as putting a big shitty diaper you won't get that back and forth you won't if once you say like you know this is really gonna fuck up your day you know to your friends it's not the same engagement if if every (laughs) oh yes Mike (laughs) all the farts are gonna be attributed to Mike now I think I'm just gonna go back in the booth and work the sound (laughs) or like if you have a whole let's say poopy diaper album on Mm -hmm. Facebook you can contribute to it over time right that's so satisfying (laughs) and you don't need to click on it like on Twitter, you have to qu- click on the link, and that takes no, a no. While. The, the Mark Zuckerberg's product is so immediate in its delivery mm-hmm. of disgusting 
you know, pictures. It's really wonderful that way. What? And it's satisfying because you can reply. And that's what's so great about yeah. posting a disgusting picture of your child's, you or know. Or just a description. Excreta. Um, is that somebody will reply. And I'm that's just what's su- nice. I'm surprised that so many people do put the pictures on. Like, like the like the water ball pictures. I've seen those. Yes. Like, the giant. Well, you'll never forget them, will you? No, I won't. They're burning my head. Explain the water ball to those of us who don't know. <laughs> Blair, you're the expert on water balls. I, I wish I was. I mean, I don't really know. All I know is that apparently they swell up. And when a baby, uh, listen, I don't know what causes it. All I know is what it looks like, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks disgusting. Yes. Water balls. Yes. Water balls. Another Swollen. one of my another one of my favorite things that, um, as a birthday girl this week who doesn't really want to have a party, I noted that you can have a Facebook baby shower. Oh, the virtual baby shower, and, and you the, can sign up for gifts. You can have your own the, registry. The registry. <laughs> I, I know I, that's so cheeky. I mean, of all the things, I mean, congratulations. This page for page is probably more offensive than anything I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, but, but but just the cheekiness. Oh, it's it's Brian's <laughs> virtual baby shower. Um, make sure to get him, you know, something to register, and make sure to call right. my make sure to call my two week old or well, you know, on the phone also, to let him know how much you love. Yeah, him. and seems, see what he thinks of the item you bought him. It seems like you know yeah, part of the of point of having these types of showers is that it's just the people who are in your immediate sphere who come and attend them, and if they don't live nearby, if you're really close. Maybe they'll send a gift. But with that, it's like you're saying, everybody I've ever known who I ever went to school with or ever worked with or anything, you guys need to contribute and look at this registry and buy me some shit. That's crazy. Hey there, sixth grade science teacher. Yeah, my baby told me that in utero she wants a pink onesie, you know. And how do they get away with having Facebook pages for their fetus when there is an age requirement for Facebook. I think that I actually f- think Facebook is encouraging that at this point because <laughs> now they announce when someone s- says that they're expecting. Oh. They put it up on the side like the way that they would if you get engaged or whatever. So I think that they're encouraging it. I think that they're also probably trying to skirt it. Like that's what, uh, what do you call? FCC something regulation or whatever. I think that they're going to try to skirt all of that and make the age restriction, you know, like, you have you have to be a well. Fetus it makes it makes sense if you were <laughs> expecting it's a whole new revenue stream. Uh, yeah, for Zuckerberg or Inc. Right? Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how I see it from where I'm sitting. Okay, I was I just started. <laughs> I looked at my notes and I grossed myself out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. I'm having another drink. <laughs> the physically <laughs> pulling the poop out of the baby. Why would you share that? Yeah, the saddest thing is when I actually go <laughs> to, I want to go out to like link out to that post. I just type in and Google STFU parents pull a poop. And then that's how I find <laughs> it. It's so sad. And the prolapse. Uh, what do you call that? Pro- a rectal prolapse? Oh, rectal prolapse. Oh, God. That was a whole separate post. When was the last time we talked about rectal prolapse on this show? <laughs> this might be the first time. Oh. Virgin topic. Oh. I think we've got to bring it up with the Seinfeld guy next week. Yes. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. Really, where's the yada, yada guy now? Yada, yada needs to be here now. Okay, so we've got the water ball. We've got your rectal prolapse. Rectal prolapse. Um, we didn't even touch. Well, we're about to eat pizza, so we should really be talking about edible placenta. <laughs> or not the the jerky style? Do they serve that here at Roberta's? Do they have that the jerky style? Yeah, yeah. Is it, aren't we in artisanal Brooklyn? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so this is part of the womb to table movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy who owns the um, radio station, Patrick Martins, who owns Heritage Meat, I Heritage, forget Heritage Food USA. Heritage Food, and is Mister Slow Food himself. He, mm. I don't think he would overshare with about his kid on Facebook. We're not Facebook friends, but um, he does call his kid Maxi Pad. 
Oh. The kid's name is Max, which I think is kind of funny. Well, that is funny. That's a nickname. As long as the... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a nickname, Judy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm seeing the damage it's already inflicting already, Maxie Pad. <laughs> hey, can, you know, I, mean, I don't want to call my kid like a female sanitary there was, napkin. There yeah, was a picture on Pinterest that went around that got a lot of, um, you know, that was like a very controversial thing, apparently, because a woman posted... A picture of her kid covered in maxi pads, and he was naked. And people were like, "This is funny. I get it." Or maybe the kid covered himself. You know, whatever it was. But um, the kid was totally <laughs> butt ass naked. So it's like she's saying, "Look at this funny picture of my kid covered in pads," and everyone else is like, "I can't stop looking at his penis. Please cover that <laughs> with a maxi pad if you have to." You know. <laughs> and then also, okay, the the nude kids. It's bad enough when they're little. But the parents who talk about their poor kids going through puberty, like counting That's the underarm hair. That's true. A naked baby is nothing compared to armpit hairs and periods and masturbating um, in the shower. I wanted to just, so while we're on, sort of on this topic, uh, the one that I... The, which, which topic is that? Uh, things that people, horrible things people do to their children on the internet. Um, you posted some stuff this week that I thought was really good in terms of its level of psychotic cruelty to children who don't have an ability to explain their uh, lack of a desire for their picture to be on the internet. Um, all these pictures, you did a post with all these pictures of uh, kids who were basically crying for one reason or another, and their parent took a moment out prior to uh, comforting the child <laughs> and getting them to stop crying to take a fucking picture. In one case of the kid stuck, pardon me, under the couch. Well, but that's a post <laughs> in response to the reasons my son is crying right. Tumblr, which is huge, but that's a funny Tumblr because it's like, why, you know, this is my, my son, he's crying because... I didn't mean to get all controversial. Wow. No, it's, <laughs> okay. it's different. I, the, we court that. The point of my post is to say like if you're if you just told uh your kid that your her fish died and then you take a picture, <laughs> picture of her, her face and you say i just told her in the caption just told her her fish died with a frowny face and the kid is like legitimately freaking out about it like <laughs> dealing with death for the first time in their entire little lives that's a little bit of overshare yeah. well, this, this opens up a whole mean. nother subject and that's just how disconnected from reality social media has made us i mean beyond the oversharing and, and you know parents showing very poor judgment i mean as, as as a culture, as a society, we're just everything is just so fucking fast nice. and immediate. I can't wait till we get to labor so I can hear that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at the bar. I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a break here on the Judy and Mike show? <laughs> it's um, it's shut the fuck up, parents. Stay with Blair Koenig, and it's Judy McGuire's birthday. We got a special song for you, Spinach Joe. <laughs> is that it? He traded his big 98 Oldsmobile He got a heck of a deal On a new Porsche car He ain't wearing his usual great business suit He's got jeans and high boots With an embroidered star And the day he's 40 years old Going on 20 
I could get a boob job and a sports car. You can. Definitely get a boob job. You look fantastic. You can take the fat from your ass, put it in your cheeks. Wait, what fat from my ass? I'm putting my ass on Facebook. Okay, the second I get home. And that that is no means oversharing. In fact, I think it would be a a boom to the internet as a whole. I I would have to agree. All right. Just from my vantage point. I did... um, I'm actually feeling a little left out because God bless radio. (laughs) Because before Blair's blog, I never knew there was such a thing as a period party, and my mom didn't care enough to give me a period party. Mm -hmm. But what are they? They're called menses parties, technically. Which is not the same as sort of like Mensa. You could, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Little uh, similar, different. Um, They come with a get the little. There's a package, like a kit. There's a kit. I don't know what's in it. Isn't this like what the movie Carrie is all about? <laughs> exactly. Well, at one point, you, instead of playing pin Dirty the tail on the donkey, you just throw tampons at the person and you know, plug it up. <laughs> and what kind of gift do you bring? I, I think that's it. You bring tampons. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't ever want that. Well, you know, my, my favorite. Maybe there's, uh, maybe there's a period art uh, craft world that's going to emerge that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, I mean. Like my- an underground thing. <laughs> My favorite um, topic in the, in the book, it's always been, um, and, the, and the least outwardly gross, it's just the mommy jacking. Yes. It's just, it's just way too much. And my favorite <laughs> post, of course, was someone had posted... Um, that they were at uh, Normandy, yeah. you know, on the beach, <laughs> and with their storming the beaches, storming the beaches of Normandy, and there it was this very lovely post. It was a picture they had gone. It was the, whatever it was the fiftieth anniversary of VE Day, day and they day, had yeah. lost their grandfather there. And someone said, "Oh, my little Nikki, you know, you know, got in the water and swam right away." Yeah, like we stormed the beaches. You just co-opted this the entire too. fucking Second World War. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's like, but they love the beach. Thank you, thank you, all the soldiers for the freedom for us to swim like this. You know, yeah, so beautiful. I, I was just going through. Uh, I have a birthday week um, theme coming up, and I did that last year. And uh, I was going through all those submissions last night, and one of them is, or several of them, are like, you know, someone saying so and so's birth. Like they do a countdown for the birthday, but a lot of the birthday jackings are good. If you like Judy, this this week you could say today is my birthday and I'll I'm going blonde. And someone else might say, "Oh, little Caitlin has blonde hair too, and she just turned three, four months ago." <laughs> or, or whenever anyone announces anything important, I could say, "My birthday is in two and a half days." Yeah. You Flip should do Flip that. I will. I love another one of my, fa- my favorites. Um, here was the kid who um, flips through his father's copy of The Economist. And like, oh, oh, oh it's, it's like little Teddy's so smart. How am I ever going to buy him an age-appropriate book? <laughs> I know. You know the, the genius children. Yes, that happens all the time. That one in particular, that woman, she's been submitted to me several times by the same person. And every single post is like that. It's like, my kid just can't eat anything except for sushi. He just loves sushi so much, you know. And nothing else will be, you know, chicken fingers don't do it for him. You know, <laughs> he's too he's too special. Now, what about cats? 
You can never talk about cats too much. That's why there'll <laughs> never be a shut the fuck up cat lady blog. <laughs> I think there was at one point, but I didn't start it. Because you know, we share our, our kitty cats. Are we ever guilty of oversharing? No. No. I never posted a litter box picture. <laughs> no, no but, litter box. But no, you know what? No I, I have received those pictures, and I'm actually thinking of starting the STFU Pet Parents Edition this year because I have received all all the <laughs> <laughs> I know, poor kitties. Exactly. I feel for them. Uh, people will send like pictures that say, you know, Fluffy hasn't pooped in three days, but finally she did. And it's like a picture of the litter box. Just It's just as bad as uh, what humans do for, with their babies. <laughs> Have you... Okay, we were talking about this before the radio show began, but what happens when you get busted? When someone like, looks at your blog and is like, that's me! Well, <laughs> we were talking about it because I was mentioning that yesterday I got an email from a woman who uh, Babbel, um, com, which is a parenting site, ran a gallery a few days ago that um, featured blog submissions, and one of them apparently was hers, and... The funny thing about it is she found it and she was very upset by the fact that someone had submitted it. So I went to check it out. You know, sometimes I'll remove it or, you know, I'll ask someone to remove it if it's on another site, whatever. But I thought this one was interesting. She actually wrote in her status update, more plug, meaning mucus plug. She was losing her mucus plug. (laughs) More plug. And then in parentheses, don't care if you wanted to know or not. This shit is so interesting and disgusting at the same time. But then in her email to me, she's like, I posted that on a private page. I can't believe who would have the audacity to do such a thing. And I'm like, but didn't you just say, I don't really give a shit what you do with this information. I'm telling it to the world anyway. Right. <laughs> and it just meant that her cervix is softened. Exactly. I mean. You're on the Judy and Mike show. <laughs> Everybody loves a soft cervix. <laughs> Universal. Fact. Yeah. That's what we say at, at our house in our household. <laughs> it's a catchphrase. Yeah, the, the labor, speaking of um, um, there's so much stuff about going to labor. Yes, um, lots. off. Get it out of me! <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just astonished at least like, like day-to-day updates. And I mean, doesn't anybody get it? If it's out there, it's out there. Right. I mean, people even say like, my belly button just turned into an Audi. And it's like, I'm sure all, everyone who knows you personally can, you know, see it. And why does anyone else need to know it? I That's mean, still not as bad as the full on baby crowning, the crowning shots. Yeah. And the C-section. <laughs> I made a gif out of a C-section, a series oh. of C-section photos that I got one time. That was just a mistake. You know, <laughs> spending the time on that. What was, what was, what was the purpose of my life? Well, it scored you this wonderful book contract. <laughs> exactly. So how's, how's the media tour going? I, I enjoyed you very much on uh, Good Morning America. That was last week. Yeah, yeah Although you weren't you. on nearly long enough. Uh, it's, thank you very much. Um, yeah, they told me it was going to be the whole show, those assholes. <laughs> uh, no, it's been good. I think it's been good. I want to hear again about the Diane Sawyer pinball machine, because to me, this is, <laughs> since you mentioned it earlier. Well, it's, it's a tragic loss. There's a pinball machine with Diane Sawyer's face on it in the, in the green room that's that's broken, and you can't play it. So oh, I'm feeling it was like it was like a ter- it was like a Terminator pinball machine. They just put her face on, and they gave it to her as a gift, and she didn't want it, so she just left it in the green room. It could have been like that. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Diane. No, the media has been much better this time because people aren't focusing as much on the fact that I have no children, which oh, is one of Judy's favorite so subjects. So sad. Poor Blair. <laughs> Poor me. Poor Baron Blair. Yeah, Brian. it's so sad. Poor Brian. <laughs> Having all that Brian. sex without babies. Now, now, do you, now do you feel obligated when, God bless you and uh, God willing, that, that you do um, procreate? Will, I, I'm going to. Will you be sharing with us? All the poop. 
all the mucus plugs, everything. I you want, will know. I want the birthing video. Yes. Well, that will obviously be available through my website. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the thing is, she really is more. People always say that. People are like, "You're going to have a baby and just turn into this, you know, other person." But she's really adamantly private about things, and even this last round of publicity has been difficult for her to kind of be as out there. And promoting herself as she as anybody else would be because Blair doesn't really share that much. So I don't think that's actually going to happen at all. No, I'm probably more likely. <laughs> Brian to be, is way yeah, more. Yeah, like inclined. I like you know, and I, and it's, especially if it were to be a little you know a little boy <laughs> with, a little with a giant man, with baby a, cock. Yeah, with yeah. a giant baby cock. I would be really, water balls. Water balls. I would be all about it. Yeah, I don't care what color the poop is. The first time it comes out, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't do that either. But yeah, yeah, he wouldn't. But probably just because I would scream at him. Otherwise, I'm not sure. What no, he's, I really. What he's I, I also. Of. Kind of, I understand. I'm kind of a child's advocate. I think the kid should have the right to decide when and where his, you know, pictures are appearing on Facebook. On yeah, like a cat should have a right to say no to putting a piece of bread on its head. <laughs> all, all your cat shamers out there. That's true. <laughs> but also, uh, the, I mean, the, the critics who do that say like over, like posting your crowning picture with poo geez. all over it is like. It's an inevitability. Like, you're going to have kids. You're going to want to share all this crap. I have plenty of normal parent friends yeah. who do not do this. And yeah. so many of the parents who write into me say, like, I already do all this shit all the time. I did the labor. I've gone through it. I wipe the asses. I don't go onto Facebook so I can see more of it. Like, right. I go to Facebook so I can chill out and take a break from all that but, stuff. But apparently, if you change a, a diaper, you are the greatest, hardest working, and most unique <laughs> yes. individual whose experience is incomparable to the 8 billion other people who have, have you know given birth yeah, you're treading dangerously closer to the, close to the stay home at mom controversy <laughs> oh yeah let's never ever ever stop yeah. ever because you're a teacher you're right. a maid you're, you're a, a plumber choker, you're a policeman worker, you're a firefighter architect <laughs> soldier as opposed to those lazy bitches who just well, go into work every day. That's another one I see a lot. Are when parents compare, um, you know, it's like a big running joke that being a parent is like being in combat. And I'm like, I don't think that's an appropriate that's, joke. You could have killed that enemy before it was even born. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't think there's supposed to be a sound effect. Is there not an that. abortion sound effect? Like a flushing <laughs> toilet or something? No, no, no. Um, largely the people who are um, represented in the book Oversharing are largely uh, women. Yes, most of the time, women are the oversharers, and I, I don't want to be that person who's like, mommy jacking, sancta mommy. There are sancta daddies. There are, there's such thing as daddy jacking, but frankly, women are much more inclined to do that. I'll tell you what, reading this book and enjoying your blog, which I do very much, it makes me a little paranoid every time I post anything. <laughs> Even like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I'm at, I'm at the gem spa, you know, having an egg cream. It's like, shit, did I just overshare? Just <laughs> no, but I, that, that's the, an unfortunate side effect. I hate it when people, I mean, not hate it, but it's it's sad, I think, when people say like, now I don't even know what to share. You it's know, fortunate. I don't want to be, fortunate. I don't want to be any police. I'm just here to sort of offer like humorous etiquette tips. I don't want anyone to actually feel burdened by what they post it's not a burden i think it, i think it is a valuable etiquette tool and it has made me think a few times not that i listen to my the voice in my head <laughs> but i think it's i think Which it's you're about good. to eradicate with yeah, all, all, all sorts of bleach and peroxide yes. that voice is i look forward to what that brings <laughs> how's that does that sound blonde <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry joe 
Well, I mean, when, when Twitter started and, uh, you know, the, the nascent days of Facebook, I mean, that was the joke. It was like, oh, what you had for breakfast. And no one cares what you had for lunch. And everybody posted everything. You had everything. It's like, you know, here's, here's a Facebook post. I'm bored. Right. Exactly. And we've all seen that. Yes. And it may not qualify as oversharing, but you've definitely now wasted my time. Or the cryptic ones that just say, like, you know, uh, I wish I didn't know. Or something. I love those. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> we didn't know what. Shut up. You know. I have several offenders that should be talking to a mental health professional <laughs> instead. Like, I hate my alcoholic father so much, and you know, my brother raped me or something. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> this is time to yeah. seek serious, you know, help. therapy. Facebook is not therapy. That's the thing. Facebook is not a WebMD. Just because you can crowdsource doesn't mean you should, because when you do, who's really replying to you? Not doctors. You yeah. Know. I mean, I have plenty of big ideas. People who put bread on their cat's head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Judy, you have an event coming up before we get going. Oh. I want to make sure that everyone gets to see you in person this week with your fabulous uh, We will be there. I cannot wait. I hope Step you're wearing out. your looking, Marilyn Monroe dress. Looking like credit Garbo, yo. Well, it's called, it's uh, put on by Brooklyn based. It's uh, Tom Shalou's Funny Stories. And I'm reading with Super Chef Eddie Huang, Woo! Bobby Tisdale, Juliana Rossi, and Gavin McInnes, who started Vice. Nice. Styling and profiling, McGuire. Yeah. That's, he has uh, a really nice mustache. <laughs> that's Thursday, the 18th at 8.30 at Brooklyn Brewery. Starting the new year of your life. Strong. So everybody go Strong. out and uh, see Judy this week but uh, and tune in to Blair's blog and get this fantastic book, Shut the Fuck Up, Parents. And are you going to be on the Today Show again or anything like huge? You got any more media appearances? I will be at the LA Times Festival of Books next weekend on wow. Sunday at uh, 1230. I'll be on a panel called The Politics of Parenting, which I don't think I'm <laughs> at all qualified for. Uh, you are. But it's at the Hancock Foundation uh, at USC for the Festival of Books. So and anyone in LA, check it out. Tell us again where we can find your blog. You can find it at stfuparentsblog.com, and I'm on Twitter at stfuparents and Facebook, uh, Facebook, Facebook.com slash stfuparents. And to get a really good placenta smoothie, where would you go? <laughs> My own kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Joe, yeah. what have we learned today? <laughs> Facebook good. <laughs> Overshare bad. All right, then. Once again, it's been the fastest half hour on the internet today. Next week, we have uh, the guy from Seinfeld. The guy no, who- no, no, no. Next week is Michael Azarad. Oh, Michael Azarad, another Music one of our writer, favorite. Michael Azarad. Punk rock writer. We've got the guy from Seinfeld coming up. Have, every show is our best show. Every show. But every this show, show really is. Um, the, the, today, <laughs> today really was. <laughs> so for uh, Judy McGuire, I'm Mike Edison and Blair Koenig and her great book, Shut the Fuck Up Parents, Joe the Engineer. I should say very much it is the Judy and Mike show. Happy birthday, Judy. We'll see you guys Happy next birthday, week. Happy birthday, Judy. Happy birthday, Judy. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.